Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, we'll take a look at track for first today's top stories. Iowa lawmakers have sent a 1,513-page bill to the desk of Governor Kim Reynolds that promises to take the state from 37 state agencies down to 16, a move advocates say will streamline government services and save taxpayer dollars. Reynolds herself has championed the bill, pushing for pushing for it throughout the current legislative session. State Senator Don Driscoll and Representative Heather Hoare, Republicans who represent Washington County, voiced their shared support for the move at a forum in Washington earlier this month. A fiscal note from the Iowa Legislative Services Agency found that the Senate's version of the bill would cut 205 full-time state government jobs and reduce annual general fund expenditures by $6.626 million. It would also reduce federal funds used by the state government to the tune of $4.4 million. In Southeast Iowa, some local government officials were more skeptical of the legislation. Washington County Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said the bill would reduce local control, setting sections that change the makeup of mental health and disability service regions, and eliminate several state advisory boards. Supervisor Marcus Fedler said he doubted the consolidation effort would lower the state's budget. While the bill would reduce the state's spending needs by over $10 million, the governor's recommended fiscal year 2024 budget allocations total $8.489 billion, according to a state budget report. That's still up from the $8.215 billion estimated for fiscal year 2023. Several Democrats have called the bill a power grab, citing language that removes Senate confirmation requirements for aging and mental health commissions, as well as the Early Childhood Board. The bill also reforms several positions to serve at the pleasure of the governor or exist without term limits. One section of the bill allows the attorney general's office to unilaterally prosecute cases without a prior request from a jurisdiction's county attorney. While proponents of the ability existed already, others said it was not the norm and that writing it into law would change widely accepted practice. Mount Pleasant Community Schools will welcome local supporters at events over the weekend. Mount Pleasant Middle and High School Music Departments will offer entertainment and desserts at their dessert theater Saturday and Sunday, March 25th and 26th. The event will consist of performances from the middle school show choir and jazz band, but only during the 2 p.m. show on Sunday. The rest of the talent for the event will include solo and small ensemble acts in addition to performances from In Motion Show Choir in both jazz bands. Brown Shoe Fit will sell reserved table seat tickets for $10 ahead of the show. Any remaining tickets will be available for purchase at the door. Proceeds for the Dessert Theater will go to the Music Boosters. Local senior living communities will host events in Mount Pleasant over the weekend. Saturday, March 25th, Addington Place of Mount Pleasant invites children 12 and under to enjoy their annual community Easter egg hunt. The event will run from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. with children's activities, refreshments, and appearance from the Easter Bunny. Last week, residents and staff worked hard to prepare the over 1,200 eggs, special prizes, and baskets. The hunt will begin promptly at 11 a.m. For questions about this event, you can call 319-385-7227. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, 
Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have a five-day forecast coming up, but first, obituaries. Betty J. Keller of Fairfield passed away on March 17th at the age of 92. Benefit Home is in charge of the arrangements. Donald Kratz of Ainsworth passed away on March 16th at the age of 62. A funeral mass will be held at 10.30 a.m. March 20th at St. Mary's Catholic Church. Snyder and Hollenbaugh Funeral Services is in charge of the arrangements. Dorothy Louise Rathman of Fairfield passed away on January 6th at the age of 91. Memorial service will be at 11 a.m. March 25th at the First Baptist Church. Pamela Williams of Washington passed away at the age of 66. The family will gather later to honor her life. Jones and Eden Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Tina Murphy of Washington passed away on March 13th at the age of 77. Memorial service will be held at 1.30 p.m. April 16th at the Jones Dean Funeral Home. Mary Sue Coffin of Linden, Illinois passed away on March 12th at the age of 80. A service will be held at 2 p.m. April 29th at the Linden Cemetery with a celebration of life to follow. McDonald Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Those obituaries, it is now time for your five-day forecast. You better enjoy the nice weather while it's here because it won't be around for long. Today is partly cloudy with a high of 51. Tomorrow it will be 55 with mostly cloudy skies. There is a 64% chance of showers on Wednesday with a high of 55. There is a 60% chance those showers turn into scattered thunderstorms on Thursday with temperatures rising to 66 degrees. Finally on Friday there is a 31% chance of rain in the morning with a high of 51. We're going to take another quick break and when we come back we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank.
Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. It's almost time for the area high school track and field teams to get outside as the indoor season will be- outdoor season will begin later this week. First, however, a few area athletes had to make their way to the indoor track in Pella for the Central College invite this past weekend. On Friday, the Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant brought home three top five finishes. Will Davidson won two events for the Panthers, speeding past a talented group in the 60-meter hurdles, where he won in 8.31 seconds, and the 200-meter hurdles in which he crossed the line in 22.65 seconds. Davidson could have been a three-time winner if it weren't for teammate Avon Trung. Trung bested Davidson in the long jump, winning the competition with a length of 21 feet 6 inches. Davidson jumped 21 and a half. The Mount Pleasant boys had one more individual top five as Isaac Gerald threw the shot put 49 feet and one inch for fourth. The top relay of the meet for Mount Pleasant was the 4 by 8 squad of Gabe Feldman, Ben Carthy, Isaac Grinders, and Jacob Rickman. They crossed the tape in 9 minutes and 15 seconds. The girls took the central track on Saturday as the Mount Pleasant girls had a handful of top 10 finishes, including five individually, four of which came in the field. Josie Gilmore took third in the high jump, leaping 4.10. In the long jump, Kinley Way finished seventh with a leap of 15.03.5. Elsie Lang was right behind her in eighth with a jump of 15. Two Panthers were top 10 in the shot put. Ella Ensminger finished seventh with a throw of 33.03. Savannah Slobodnik took 10th at 31.11.5. The best non-field individual finish for the Panthers belonged to Gilmore, finished 10th in the 60-meter hurdles with a time of 10.47 seconds, and Andy Scott took 11th in the 60-meter dash in 8.59 seconds. Mount Pleasant had a great night in the relays, led by a second-place finish in the 4x100. The Panthers 4x100 squad of Bailey Jalis, Tristan Scholl, White and Scott took second in 1 minute and 55 seconds. The Panther B squad of Relena Van Duren, Courtney Raub, Micah Carter, and Josie Gilmore was sixth in 1 minute and 58 seconds. Mount Pleasant's 4x8 squad of Emma Welcher, Alexis Wagner, Aliyah Graber, and Abby Carthy was 6th in 10 minutes and 53 seconds. The Panthers 4x4 team of Natalie Freeman, Lucy West, Olivia McCormick, and Allie Westerkamp took home 8th in 4 minutes and 46 seconds. As the news for Southeast Iowa, I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time.